And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, July 1st, and we're going to keep these intros pretty tight this weekend. I know it is a long holiday weekend. And for many of you, you might catch up later. So let's bang this out. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. It is a way for us to help you understand where you are with your decision making. If you've got a question, just go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Let's talk to Vicki, who's on the line from Boston. So I have a couple of questions. One is relative to the fees that my financial advisor charges me. And then second is if you have any advice on a hasty decision I made relative to term life insurance. Okay. First, tell me how old are you? I'm 59, almost and a half. I love that half because it becomes a magical number, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, Are you working still? I work for a university. Yes. How much do you make at your university? Just under 60. Okay. Are you married, single, partnered? Widowed. Bummer. Total bummer. But you're too young to be a widow. It's been 11 years. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's terrible. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Kids? Two in their 20s. One's launched and one is still home with me. You're such a good mom. Okay. When do you think you're going to retire? Not a minute past 67. Oh, I like that. But 67 is a good number. There's too Uh, much I want to do. All right. That's, I, I hear you. On your $60,000 salary, does that support you? Do you have, do you feel like you've had a comfortable life right now? Um, comfortable is relative. I mean, I try to live within my means. Um, I'm comfortable. Yes. Would I like to have a higher salary? Of course. But I make do with what I have because I want, I have a job that um, doesn't give me a lot of stress and that's what I have to focus on. Avoiding my stress. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's trade-offs in everything, right? I mean, I feel the same way. Like, hey, I could be making a lot more money, but I love what I do. So then you have to say, well, well how much is enough, yeah. right? I do have a fulfilling job. 
That's great. And so, Vicki, um, you work for a university. You must have a 403B. Is that right? I do. I put in 10% and they match eight. How much is in your account right now in that 403B account? 73000 Are you also going to be entitled to a pension? No. What else you got saved? So I have an IRA rollover for 288000 I have a Roth IRA. I was late to the game on that. I have $17,000. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an inherited IRA for 163000 And then the um, investments are 261000 And I have about a 60-40 split on those. Okay. If you were to look ahead, did you have you seen what your social security benefit looks like at your age 67? Yeah, so I I mean every time I call them I get a different response, but at this point <laughs> and it's very frustrating. At this point, I believe at 67 I will still be best off claiming my husband's social security. Uh, Because he made more money, basically. Right. So unless I get a higher paying job, I mean, I don't want to leave my employer before I retire, period, because the benefits are too good. Okay. But if I get a higher paying job, I may switch over to mine. But um, I believe that I have to just have to wait till 67 and collect his. But I'm always calling Social Security in case I get a really good answer. Right. And, And then you have to call back to make sure you get the same answer again. Exactly. Right. Are you only saving through your 403B or are you saving in your investment account as well? Pretty much in the 403B. Okay. So where you put that 10% plus the 8% match. Correct. Okay. All right. Doing that keeps you out of trouble. There's no debt that's floating around that I should be worried about. I have zero zero debt and zero mortgage. Oh, no mortgage either. Okay. So you could potentially put more money away, theoretically. Well, I like to have, so I only have, I have about 10 months emergency cushion. Okay. So I'd like to beef that up. All right. So once you do that, you want to get to like 12 or 18 months? What's the goal? At least 12. Okay. Once you get to that amount, what's the game plan then? You take the extra money and you're going to put it in your Roth or, I mean, because I think that would be a good idea for you to use the Roth. So if you have extra money, instead of putting it pre-tax into the 403B, I would put it into the Roth instead because you're in a pretty low tax bracket right now. Oh, I'm in, yes, I am. Uh, The good and the bad, the good news is you're in a low tax bracket. The bad news is you wish you were making more money to be in a higher tax bracket. But still, I mean, look, you're in the 22% tax bracket you're going to probably end up staying there anyway, just because of income right. in the future. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So tell me about the advisor. So um, I went to him because a bunch of my friends were using him and he, and they were very, very happy with him and I'm happy with him. He listens to me. We talk, we, he gives me pros and cons. We make decisions together. He honors my decisions, super accessible, very communicative, but I'm paying him, I mean, aside from the $500 annual fee, I'm paying him approximately $500 a month, charges my portfolio about a, about 1%. So he's got the rollover, the Roth, the inherited IRA, and the investment account? Correct. Okay. And he's not giving you any advice on the 403B? Oh, he does give me that. Yes, okay. he does. But he doesn't manage it. He just sort of tells you what to do and you go do it? No. So we go, we go online. He sees what it looks like. He says, move this here, move this there. I see. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, I meet with him twice a year, but he's totally accessible any other time. 1% is not a ton of money to pay given the asset level, okay? So here's what I think. You've got two big choices. You can say to him, it's a lot of money, dude. Like, I love you, but it's a lot of money. And I start the year off at minus six grand every year. And it's maybe not worth it for me. And maybe he would lower your, your fee. The other thing that you could do is you could try someone else. When I say someone else, another institution. So what are your choices? You can go to a, let's say Vanguard or a Schwab. These are big investment houses. And what they have is they have an advice component. So those are really cheap. Like you're paying 1%, this would be like 0.3% or a quarter of a percent. So you may not even get, you may not get a dedicated advisor. So you know how you said to me, like, I really like him. He's responsive. Like they'll be responsive, but it won't be the same. It's not going to be like that customized holding your hand kind of. That's what I like. That's what I need emotionally as a widow still, you know, I still have one kid at home. He needs a lot of hand holding. I, I know that I need that emotionally. If you're going to go for a dedicated individual, you're not going to do better than 1%. That's my guess. Okay. Now, the other thing you could do though, tell me about your 403B. Where is it held? Fidelity. I mean, you could roll over, you know, the $288,000 you have, you could roll that over into the 403B. You could roll that back into the 403B and then you could consolidate that money and I don't know if he's charging you the 1% on the 403B or not, or just doing it for the heck of it, but Fidelity's cheap, Fidelity's easy. And frankly, if you said to him, I'm happy to stay with you, but I'm rolling over my IRA rollover into my current 403B, you can charge me on the Roth, on the investment account and this, that, and, and, you know, then your fee will go down because you won't charge you on as much money under management. Interesting. So you you might want to try that. Look, five grand is a lot of money, Vicki. Well, that's how I feel. And it's a lot of money for someone who doesn't have a complex financial outlook. I mean, here's, here's what you got. You say, I got essentially seven and a half years to click away and put money away, right? And he should be encouraging you to be putting more money into the Roth. And he should be really encouraging you to be looking ahead and saying that you can put more money away. You know, like if this is just asset management, 1% is a lot of money. Like I'll hold your hand once a month. (laughs) So I'd like to see if we can reduce that. Now, tell me the second aspect of this, which is the insurance. So when my husband passed away, I bought uh, from his best friend. He was the best man at our wedding. He was his best friend for life. I bought um, a term policy just to sort of get me through when I thought my youngest would be independent. So that was 10 years. Well, 10 years later, he's not independent. He has some life challenges that I I help him with. And um, I feel like when it was time to renew, I felt like, well, why don't I just renew it? It's like the least amount of work, the least amount of energy I have to expend to make a decision on on a chunk of money that I could be putting away every month. So I renewed it for a, like a 20-year term, $300,000 payoff. So in other words, if I you know pass away before 79, my two kids will split $300,000. So it was sort of an investment in a way, like guaranteed income for them. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of time to make the decision based on the renewal period. So here I am paying $87 a month on this 
policy, which I don't get return on unless I die. So in other words, should I take the 87 and maybe add 13 more dollars a month and call it an even hundred and convert it to a different policy with that insurance company? Because it's one of these huge insurance companies nationwide that has all these different products. So that way I could have an investment, uh, something that, that does pay back, that does earn and still stick with him. I feel like I have a little bit of a personal obligation to stay with him. No, you don't. No, you don't. You do not have any personal obligation to stay with him. So that's number one. Take a deep breath on that. I'm taking you off the hook on this. Um, how much is your house worth? About 360000 So, I mean, right now you have a million dollars, okay? And your kids are going to split whatever you have. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why you need three hundred grand of term life insurance in addition to that. Do you have life insurance through work? Yes, Perfect. Say to him, you know what? I didn't even realize I have life insurance through work. It's really great. I'm going to use that. I'm going to kill this policy. I'm done with it. And then he'll say, what what else can we do? What do you want to replace it with? Don't have to. I'm going to, I can buy extra insurance through work. Thank you so much. That's it. You got to, you got to pull the plug on that. I mean, honestly, unless you want to just throw your money away, you should not add $13 a month. You don't need insurance. No, I meant was, you know, they have other investment. I know, I know, but they don't, they're not good, number one, and they're expensive, number two. Really, you're making this funny, emotional decision about him, and it's really good for him. It enriches him, but he didn't really take care of you. He didn't look at your situation and say, you know what, actually, you don't need this insurance. Like, if I were your best friend, your husband's best friend, I would have said, let's see what you're let's see what your employer has for insurance. Maybe we can buy it through there and it'll be cheaper. And I don't need the commission, stupid $87 a month. The guy's probably making, you know, $40 a month from you. But it does. it's like nonsense. You don't need it. I don't think you should actually re-up this policy. I don't think you should add more to it. Even though, look, Northwestern Mutual is a good company. I get it. It's, it's fine. But it is not, don't buy another product. Do not buy another product. And frankly, with $100 a month, I would be very happy if you just use that extra $100 a month to, uh, you know, pop into your Roth IRA or into your investment account, but not into it, not into an insurance policy. You don't need insurance. If you would like to run a situation by us, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. There's a little box that says, would you be willing to come on the air? If you check it, Mark does everything else. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 